Hi, in this I am going to read the chapter 8 cell, the unit of life from 11th NCERT biology. So let's begin. Chapter 8, cell, the unit of life. When you look around, you see both living and non-living things. You must wonder and ask yourselves, what is it that makes an organism living or what is it that an animate thing does not have which a living thing has? The answer to this is the presence of the basic unit of life, the cell, in all living organisms. All organisms are composed of cells. Some are composed of a single cell and are called unicellular organisms, while others, like us, composed of many cells are called multicellular organisms. What is a cell? Unicellular organisms are capable of 1. Independent existence and 2. Performing the essential functions of life. Anything less than a complete structure of cell does not ensure independent living. Hence, cell is the fundamental structural and functional unit of life. Anton von Leeuwenhoek first saw and described a live cell. Robert Brown later discovered the nucleus. The invention of the microscope and its improvement leading to the electron microscope revealed all the structural details of the cell. Cell Theory In 1838, Matthias Schlieden, a German botanist, examined a large number of plants and observed that all plants are composed of different kinds of cells which form the tissues of the plant. At about the same time, Theodore Schwann in 1839, a British zoologist studied different types of animal cells and reported that cells had a thin outer layer which is today known as the plasma membrane. He also concluded, based on his studies on plant tissues, that the presence of cell wall is a unique character to the plant cells. On the basis of this, Schwann proposed the hypothesis that the bodies of animals and plants are composed of cells and product of cells. Schrieder and Swann together formulated the cell theory. This theory, however, did not explain as to how new cells were formed. Rudolf Virchow, in 1855, first explained that cells divided and new cells are formed from pre-existing cells, omnicellula e-cellula. He modified the hypothesis of Schleden and Schwann to give the cell theory a final shape. Cell theory as understood today is 1. All living organisms are composed of cells and products of cells. 2. All cells arise from pre-existing cells. I'll repeat that. Cell theory as understood today is All living organisms are composed of cells and products of cells. 2. All cells arise from pre-existing cells. An overview of cell. You have earlier observed that in a onion peel and or human cheek cells under the microscope. Let us recollect that structure. The onion cell which is just a typical plant cell has a distinct cell wall and is its outer boundary and just within it is the cell membrane. The cells of the human cheek have an outer membrane as the delimiting structure of the cell. Inside each cell is a dense membrane bound structure called nucleus. This nucleus contains the chromosomes which in turn contain the genetic material, DNA. Cells that have membrane-bound nuclei are called eukaryotic, whereas cells that lack a membrane-bound nucleus are prokaryotic.
In both prokaryote and eukaryotic cells, a semi-fluid matrix called cytoplasm occupies the volume of the cell. The cytoplasm is the main arena of cellular activities in both the cell, plant and animal. Various chemical reactions occur in it to keep the cell in its living state. Besides the nucleus, the eukaryotic cells have other membrane-bound distinct structures called organelles like the endoplasmic reticulum ER, the Golgi complex, lysosomes, mitochondria, microbodies and vacuoles. The prokaryotic cells lack such membrane-bound organelles. Ribosomes are non-membrane-bound organelles found in all cells, both eukaryotic as well as prokaryotic. Within the cell, ribosomes are found not only in the cytoplasm but also within the two organelles, chloroplasts in plants and mitochondria and on rough ER. Animal cells contain another non-membrane-bound organelle called centrosome which helps in cell division. Cells differ greatly in size, shape and activities. For example, mycoplasma, the smallest cells are only 0.3 micrometers in length while bacteria could be 3 to, 2, 5, 3 to 5 micrometers. The largest isolated single cell is the egg of an ostrich. Among multicellular organisms, human red blood cells are about 7 micrometers in diameter. Nerve cells are some of the longest cells. Cells also vary greatly in their shape. They may be disc-like, polygonal, columnar, cuboid, thread-like or even irregular. The shape of the cell may vary which function they perform. Prokaryotic cells The prokaryotic cells are represented by bacteria, blue-green algae, mycoplasma and PPLO, which means pleuropneumonia-like organisms. They are generally smaller and multiply more rapidly than the eukaryotic cells. They may vary greatly in shape and size. The four basic shapes of bacteria are bacillus meaning rod-like, coccus meaning spherical, vibrio meaning comma-shaped and spirillum meaning spiral. The organization of the prokaryotic cell is fundamentally similar even though prokaryotics exhibit a wide variety of shapes and functions. All prokaryotes have a cell wall surrounding the cell membrane except in mycoplasma. The fluid matrix filling the cell is the cytoplasm. There is no well-defined nucleus. The genetic material is basically naked, not enveloped by a nuclear membrane. In addition to the genomic DNA, the single chromosome or the circular DNA, Many bacteria have small circular DNA outside the genomic DNA. These smaller DNA are called plasmids. The plasmid DNA confers certain unique phenotypic characters to such bacteria. One such character is resistance to antibiotics. In higher classes, you will learn that this plasmid DNA is used to monitor bacterial transformation with foreign DNA. Nuclear membranes is found in eukaryotes. No organelles like the ones in eukaryotes are found in the prokaryotic cells except ribosomes. Prokaryotes have something unique in the form of inclusions. A specialized differentiated form of cell membrane called mesosome is the characteristics of prokaryotes. They are essentially infoldings of the cell membrane.
cell envelope and its modifications. Most prokaryotic cells, particularly the bacterial cells, have chemically complex cell envelope. The cell envelope consists of a tightly bound three-layered structure that is the outermost glycocalyx followed by the cell wall and then the plasma membrane. Although each layer of the envelope performs distinct functions, they act together as a single protective unit. Bacteria can be classified into two groups on the basis of the differences in the cell envelopes and the manner in which they respond to the straining procedure developed by Gram. Those that take up the Gram stain are Gram-positive and the others that do not are called Gram-negative bacteria. Glycocalyx differs in the composition and thickness among different bacteria. It could be a loose sheath called slime layer in some, while in others it may be thick and tough called the capsule. The cell wall determines the shape of the cell and provides a strong structural support to prevent the bacterium from bursting or collapsing. The plasma membrane is selectively permeable in nature and interacts with the outside world. This membrane is similarly structurally to that of the eukaryotes. A special membrane structure is the mesosome which is formed with by the extensions of plasma membranes into the cell. These extensions are in the form of vesicles, tubules and laminae. They help in cell wall formation, DNA replication and distribution to daughter cells. They also help in respiration, secretion processes to increase the surface area of the plasma membrane and enzymatic content. In some prokaryotes like the cyanobacteria, there are other membranous extensions into the cytoplasm called chromatophores which contain pigments. Bacterial cells may be motile or non-motile. If motile, they have thin filamentous extensions from their cell wall called flagella. Bacteria show a range in the number and arrangement of flagella. Bacterial flagellum is, the, is composed of three parts. Filament, hook and basal body. The filament is the longest portion and extends from the cell surface to the outside. Besides flagella, pili and fimbrae are also surface structures of the bacteria but do not play a role in motility. The pili are elongated tubular structures made up of a special protein. The fimbrae are small bristle-like fibers sprouting out of the cell. In some bacteria, they are known to help attach the bacteria to rocks in streams and also to the host tissues, ribosomes and inclusion bodies. In prokaryotes, ribosomes are associated with the plasma membrane of the cell. They are about 15 nanometer by 20 nanometer in size and are made of two subunits. 50s and 30s units which when present together form 70s prokaryotic ribosomes. Ribosomes are the site of protein synthesis. Several ribosomes may attach to the single mRNA and form a chain called polyribosome or polysome. The ribosomes of a polysome translate the mRNA to, into proteins. Inclusion bodies Reserve material in prokaryotic cells are stored in the cytoplasm in the form of inclusion bodies. 
These are not bound by any membrane system and lie free in the cytoplasm. Example, phosphate granules, cyanophysian granules and glycogen granules. Gas vacuoles are found in blue-green and purple and green photosynthetic bacteria.